Hello there, and welcome to episode 12 of Sardonicast. Who gives a shit? Sarcasm. Who really gives, Who a, gives shit? a shit? <laughs> Mine, I think some people are giving a shit. Oh, yes, this news. What we is this? Found some, some, poor, <laughs> some poor sods listening to the entire series. How many listens have we had? Um, I don't want to say because I don't want to be ashamed of it. Don't want to boast, more like. Be boast, no. <laughs> uh, 72 listens over the entire course of the podcast. Which, um, you know. I'm of our revamp? No, of the entire. <laughs> since episode one. Oh, okay. That, that we've done early one in the year. Fair enough, fair enough. So, obviously, I'm done. And I am Jake, and we have a spicy one for you this week. We're going to try something a little different. We are... For, for us, it's going to be different. For <laughs> you, it's going to be, be the same. It'll same be shite. smooth sailing. Yeah, for you 12 listeners out there. Um, for this week, we're going to give it a go at recording separate segments. So, one of the first things that we are going to talk about is the new Star Wars film. I can't wait to get into this, you know. It's going to be a good one. So this is our review of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Ninth and final chapter in this saga, right? Of J.J. Abrams. Do you remember when George Lucas said he had plans for 7, 8, and 9? Yes. After Luke and Leia. And to be honest, I'd rather have watched that. <sighs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Well, first of all, let's go back a little bit. Yes. Force Awakens. Yay or nay? Yay. Yay. I, I thought it was alright. Bit of a rehash of A New Hope. But if it ain't broke. For those who are Don't curious... For those who are curious of our audio, it is not broken. It is not the neighbour's dog outside. It is my dog who is currently barking. You will hear segments of him throughout the podcast. If it even picked up. We should, we should, we should have said that he was our guest. Special guest. And in lieu with The Force Awakens, this isn't... A happenstance, but uh, he is called Finn. Named after the protagonist in Sharknado. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> the, 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 the assumption came down to, it's a good dog name. It is a very good dog name. It is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, so, Force Awakens, we both liked that. We're going yeah for that. At, at least liked it, yeah. Uh, Last Jedi, thumbs up, thumbs down. Different rating here, like. First uh, first initial viewing, thumbs slightly down in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's more positive. It's still kind of middle ground for me. Right. Um, I enjoy The Force Awakens more, but that's not to say I don't like The Last Jedi. There are stuff in The Last Jedi that are some of the best moments in Star Wars for me. I, I mean, first viewing of Last Jedi... Liked it. Second viewing, loved it. Still not a big fan of the Canto Bite? Canto Bite. Yeah. Casino. It's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, if it's on, if I'm watching the movie and that second one comes on, I'll go for a piss. Yes. Perfect, perfect time to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Then we'll come to The Rise of Skywalker. Episode 9. The Dead Speak, Dan. I am pleased. I am. This is the first thing I said. I said to you and Chris. I'm pleased. I'm not a diehard Star Wars fan because I would have been livid. <laughs> I would have been pissed, man. Before we get livid, we should say that this is going to be a spoiler filled. Oh yeah, we're going to spoil the hell out of this. Even though it's only been out for what nearly forty eight hours. I, I yeah. Well, how about we do a little segment where we don't spoil it? Why not? 
Let's yeah. do it. So this is the segment where we don't spoil it. What did we know going into this film? Well, Palpatine comes back. Because of that laugh. Which was pretty good. I thought it was a good tease. Yes. Um, other than that... Everyone's back. There's a new droid. Lando's back. Yeah. That's not a spoiler, even though... We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Chewie's still there. Who else? Leia's still in it. She was, yes. We'll get to that in the next segment. I have a few issues with that. Yes, of course. But overall, I think they've done as well as they could have. Yes. Um, with what they were given, it, at most, it's fine. Yeah. At most. Uh-huh. Uh, but at worst, it's t- handled, mishandled. Speaking of worst, let's get into the spoilers. We th- this, is, this is literally like, we have to talk about the spoilers. Because it involves... Right, so we'll stop this segment. So people have got a chance to... Pause and take a piss. Exactly. On your marks, get set. Although, while you're getting set, get the kettle ready. And go. Time to spoil the hell out of this mess. The dead speak. I said that in the non-spoiler, but there is a reason for that. Yes, so it opens with... Okay, it's the worst (laughs) opening crawl I've ever read. The dead speak, Dan. That's how it starts. (laughs) Fucking ridiculous, man. The dead speak. It feels like there's a movie missing. Yes. It feels like it's it's episode 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for catching the phantom menace that is episode <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're trying to fit a trilogy's worth of movies into this movie. Yes. If, if I was writing episode um, 9, yeah. and I was following on from The Last Jedi, I was thinking, right, what can I do to... I, as if I didn't want to course, course correct it. So I would continue from that. I would have made um, Kylo Ren the bad guy. Yeah. He's the supreme leader. Uh, and I wouldn't have him be have him redeemed at the end. Because he killed his dad. Yes, he did. He was the reason Luke died. Yes, he was. And uh, so there's not much to redeem. No. I, and and they would have made a, made a change as well. Because Darth Vader was re- redeemed. Yeah. Then now him. Mm-hmm. And I would have had the Knights of Ren play a big one. A bigger part. I want to oh. hear the lightsabers. We're, we're talking about the Knights of Ren playing a bigger part. Fucking Phasma? Yeah. Aye. Two minutes? Okay. Phasma has one-tenth worth of screen time that Jar Jar has in the very first yeah, episode. Yeah, she isn't in this movie. At all. No. No. But to be fair, she wasn't this. Mm, she's pretty Not for fun, me. She's pretty fucking great in Battlefront 2. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking droid though yeah that's sentry droid yes Hate it. Um, but now there's something something called a Sith Wayfinder there's a, a knife that they've got to find it's all finding shit yes to go somewhere else and that is two thirds of the movie and the last third is pretty much right we've got to get to the end mm-hmm. and uh, the action wasn't exciting at all there was oh, it was bland and, I'm, and, yeah. and what the hell is this right how can Rey and Kylo Ren yeah. have a fight when they're on, not even near, near each other? What the hell? What's the crap with that? Um. Okay, I ha- I'm going to cut across here by saying that is one of the only good things about this movie. Right, okay. <laughs> the connection that they had in The Last Jedi yes. was, in- was intriguing. Yes. But by the time of this film, I was sick of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I... Out of okay, you'll agree with me with this. 
out of all the force aspects, the new force aspects that were introduced in this movie. Right. Like, which ones were introduced? So that force fighting. Yes. Um, in the bit at the end where she force teleports the lightsaber to Kylo Ren. There is, yeah. What's the, what's the crack with that? She opened a portal. I, I, I can't explain it, but it's cool. But can you explain fucking force healing? Jedi are healers now. Oh, no. Um, it's like, well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. They can't die. They can bring the folk back to life. Have Kylo Ren die at the hands of Rey. Rey turned bad. And then Rey kills herself because of what she's become. And, and the how the hell right. could Rey defeat the, the, the Emperor? Come on, man. Because just, he, just by doing that with the, with the buddy lightsabers. I will quote the movie directly. Palpatine is all the Sith and she is all the Jedi. Yeah, so I saw this movie again. Right. I had to. I had to for the simple reason, initially watching this, there were bits that I liked. The second time round... Those bits were annoying. <laughs> so which, which bits did you like first time on? So I liked the banter between Paul and Finn initially. Right. Second time round, I was like, these two have had barely any contact in the two films previous that we've seen them in. Speaking of which, I didn't even, I didn't even realise that Faye, that Faye, Ray and Paul haven't even met. Yes. Since this film. They yeah. met once at the end of Last Jedi. Did they meet? Yeah, oh, yes. Because when they were on the ship, he's like, "Oh, I've heard all about you. I'm poor," and she's like, "I'm brain. Uh, I'm fair." They, they they didn't feel like it doesn't generations feel Han, Leia, and Luke. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Yeah, and it's pretty much proven when they get back from hyperspeed jumping, which is another very cool thing that I liked. I don't know how so you felt about it. What was he doing in that? They were essentially getting information regarding getting to the Emperor. And they had a spy that they were getting information from. Yeah. No, I mean the light speed jumping. What was that? Uh, that was Paul being a, the, the pilot, Paul. Since when could they do that? Well, the Falcon can't. <laughs> but, but it did. But Paul tried and set the fucking thing on fire. Uh-huh. I think Paul Dameron's my favourite character out of these films. I can see that. And I think, uh, well, I hoped rather that Rhea would have ended up with Finn. And not Kylo Ren. Well, and well, not, well, st- still not with Kylo Ren. Finn was, the, was wasted. Yes. What, what, what was his arc in this movie? What was it, any of their arcs in this movie? Finn's arc went, uh, st- st- like, course corrected and ended in Force Awakens. He turned from the stormtroopers, which and should be- have been ex- been a- more like expanded upon. Cause that, that had never been done. Okay, There's, I've never heard of a stormtrooper leaving. Whichever. It's a very unique concept that's never been yeah. explored. And it but, still, has, still hasn't. But guess what? Let's for the third film and introduce an entire a planet where there's loads of stormtroopers who defected. Oh no! So what? So what's, <laughs> so what's unique about Finn? <laughs> His uniqueness is gone. Exactly. Because uh, yes. there are other people around him. Uh-huh. We all we all put our guns down. Every single garrison put our weapons down. Love and the woman in the mask. I've kind of heard her voice. Uh, Kerry Russell. Ah, that's it. Aye. Um, I didn't see it at first, but then after I familiarised myself with the picture of Kerry Russell, that moment when she's on the rooftop with Paul and she takes her visor uh-huh. up and you can see the eyes. And she's like, oh... 
come away with us and stuff. I was like, yeah, that's that's Kerry Russell. Uh-huh. And um, little two bits pissed me off. Go for it. First, I couldn't know which, which one came first. I've got a list that pissed me off, so it's fine. <laughs> These two might be on the list. That's fair. Chewbacca's false death. Fake death. Oh, fucking yeah. Fucking tug on your heartstrings for, well, I didn't really care that he died. Oh, I did. But to be fair, the only heartbreaking moment was when you found out that Leia died. That was, okay, that was done well. Yes, that's the best moment in the movie. The second bit that pissed you off, we will go back to that. Right. The fact that they made a big deal in the trailers that C-3PO was going to... Turn evil. Mind ...wiped or die. Oh, oh yeah, false death again. <laughs> he got his mind wiped and got it back again. He got his mind wiped, said some weird Sith mumbo-jumbo and R2 had a... Di- but... So what was pointing all that emotional build-up... Yeah, the emotion... build-up to the fact that he's going to forget everyone... When he, re- when he just remembers them half an hour later. Yeah, the emotional build or tugs were fucked, essentially. Um, wa- watching this the second time and um, having C-3PO have his mind wiped and then restored by R2 is kind of a blessing because he's had the entirety of Last Jedi completely blipped. Has he? Yeah, the, the, when, he, when he got his mind back from R2, he says... Oh, I can't wait for my first expedition with Mistress Ray, and it's when they go to see Luke at the end of Force Awakens. Oh, that's sneaky, that you know. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a that's shitty. C three PO is the only character who has been saved in these movies because <laughs> he's had the entirety of Last Jedi wiped from his mind. I like it though, mm-hmm. and I don't get why people why people don't. But I'll tell you who got shafted the most in this, in this uh, movie. Phasma. Rose. <laughs> Rose. Uh, I like Rose. Rose, I thought, was better in this one than in... Really? She had about two lines. She, she had about two lines, but she actually did shit. I can't remember what she did. She, she collectively saved the girl. <laughs> <laughs> collectively. <laughs> she had the phone. That's what you've done, man. Rose is fine, and the actress has been through therapy. She's been through it. Yeah, she, uh, she probably couldn't deal with it again. Yeah, it's over now. Episode nine's done. Um, we will talk. We will well, talk about the Emperor and stuff because yeah. that bit goes into. Uh, How could he afford to build all those ships? Uh, Who paid for it? I'm trying to think of the gap between Rise of Skywalker and the end of Return of the Jedi. Apparently. Le- um, not Leia. Ray was born eleven years after the, the Battle of Endor. Endor, right? So there's eleven years, and Ray is what eighteen, nineteen, at the time. So that's what thirty years. Yeah. So he's built an entire garrison of ships for thirty years. But who built? Who's been building it? I'd like to think. Because he was on Universal Credit for a long time. <laughs> He could not move. Okay, um, another thing that crossed my mind. It, this film introduces cloning because... No, it didn't. I think the very first one to introduce cloning was Attack <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but this leads into my point. It answered the question of where Snoke came from. Did you see the beginning? Yes. Yeah, 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 where there was tubes of Snoke as, like, backups. So I believe... Which, at, which degrades Snoke even more. Yeah, Snoke was literally a test tube to yeah. so, 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 um, so Order 66 happens, right? Aye. All the Jedi, well, nearly all the Jedi. Oh, wiped. 95% of them are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Palpatine goes through the files and like, oh, 
there's a cloning facility on Camino. I'm sure he knew about that. Yeah. Because he set it up. Yeah. How, what what would you say if since Attack of the Clones Revenge of the Sith, Palpatine got that technology and went to Ex- Exegol. Fucking stupid name for a planet. I like it. Um, Exegol to start backups. Sounds like a toothpaste. Like too much comes out, you can't put it back in. Exegol. Exegol. Buy <laughs> Exegol too. Dan is promoting Exegol. Which are our sponsors for this video. Video? Audio file. Um, I thought that was cool, but it wasn't delivered well. The cloning. Yeah. Like, it's clear that Palpatine was, like, basically cloning successes for him in case his plans backfired. Uh-huh. Well, obviously, his ultimate plan was fucking Ray. Because apparently he banged someone and created a son who so created Ray. He was connected to this robot. Was he speaking through his own corpse? His spirit speaking through his corpse? Because he looked dead. Yeah. The only kind of fucked up things with Palpatine that I noticed were his fingers. Yeah. Who were half off. His eyes looked... you know when you get that thing in your eyes that basically impairs your vision and the good? Cataracts. Cataracts. He essentially got cataracts. He does that. <laughs> and I would like to think his mobility was fucked as well because he was being held up, like you said, by a machine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you fall from a fucking height like the Death Star and get essentially electrocuted and fall from the fucking sky and then get extracted from that rubble. But they sh- I think they should have explained, or at least shown how we survived and came back. You've played um, the campaign for Battlefront 2, haven't you? Aye. And how the Emperor's last will... Is in that robot thing. Yeah. Why not do that? That's yeah. kind of what I was expecting. Or maybe, um, since Snoke was cloned yeah have a have a reveal in Rise of Skywalker that Snoke's back and it's and it's always been the Emperor in Snoke's body uh huh yeah so it's like a video game type of thing he dies and that body comes back in another body and even even if in Last Jedi that dropped hints like saying lines like I can feel your anger like good good that kind of thing do it do it and words like <laughs> I am the Senate I am all the Sith. <laughs> right, I've got... Good, I have good. a plethora of fucking notes for right, this. Right, let's have a look. Ray was OP as shit. She was, wasn't she? So, okay, we first see her trying to contact the other Jedi, which was fine, because at this point she's like a fucking demigod. And she was being trained by Leia, who wasn't particularly trained to full capacity to begin with. Yes, <laughs> that little flashback. <laughs> We had that one lightsaber fight that one time and I was worried that my son was going to go evil. Let's stop this. Mm-hmm. Um, she can lift vehicles out of the sky with fucking ease. Yeah. The only other person... Right, okay. The only other person that I know of in the Star Wars canon that could physically move or guide shit like that... The Apprentice. Yes. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Right. But obviously that isn't canon anymore because... Disney, fuck that. Thanks, Disney. Um, yeah, he essentially brought down a Star Destroyer. Mm. Single-handedly. From a further distance away than what Ray was doing. But still, Ray could do that shit. I don't even think Darth Vader could do that shit. Mm. 
I might be wrong. There might be something in the comics that Darth Vader brought down the Death Star 3. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, I said I put bullshit force powers. I'm talking about the healing. Yeah. Like, fair enough. Jedi are like protectors and shit. They can move objects and shit. They can provide clarity for people. Mind tricks and shit. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. But healing, come on. They should have clarified that it's um, <coughs> if they do it, they lo- they permanently lose some of their own life energy. Yes, which is why I was thinking when that was happening, she used it twice prior to the final battle. Yes. I thought Ray would have been weakened as shit, and the energy that was transferred from Ray to Kylo would have made Kylo stronger and therefore self-sacrificed against the Emperor. But no, it has to be Ray who kills the Emperor. Yeah, and then Rhea would have sacrificed herself to Kylo. This would like an alternate. Then Kylo defeat the Emperor. He changed his name to Skywalker. Yeah, which would have made more sense than Rhea. The ending. <laughs> Fucking ending. Have I got that? I've got that down. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, so <laughs> we we talked. I talked about light speed skipping as uh-huh. one of my favorite moments. Paul did more, much more in this movie. Mm-hmm. Which I don't mind because I like Poe. But not that much more. Mm-hmm. So I would have loved to have seen Poe do more other than what we've already seen him do. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, I liked some of his camaraderie with Finn, but it was it fell very flat real quick. Um, I've just got that down. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Knights of Who before? Ren. Knights of Who? Exactly. <laughs> Had about as much screen time as fucking Phasma. I think if you take away Snoke and all that, yep. um, Kylo Ren, if you're doing 789 again, mm-hmm. Kylo Ren would have been the big bad guy and he would have and he would have done away, he would have became a Sith. Um, maybe not have been influenced by Snoke, but just that tendency inside him would just grow and grow. Yeah. To be lured towards the dark side. Yeah. Because maybe Luke decided, um, you know, in order to fully teach someone the ways of the Force, you have to teach them a little bit of the dark side, and he, and he wants to learn more and more. Yeah. And he would have gotten rid of the rule of two, and his Knights of Ren would have been, like, the, the new Sith. Yeah. And they would have all had, like, red lightsabers, single lightsabers, dual lightsabers. Yeah. God, I, I want to see this movie. I know. Why don't we just fucking make this movie and just... And then oh, I could have done, yeah. like, a future Knights of the Old Republic type of thing. Yeah. The Return of the Jedi Order and all that. We were introduced to the Knights of Ren in this movie as though we expect to know who they are. You saw a little bit of them in The Force Awakens. Yes. In, in Rey's vision. vision type of thing. Yeah. Um, so are the Knights of Ren part of... The group of Jedi Luke was training. I believe so, yes. Right. The ones who believed in Kylo's kind of plan. Right, got you. As opposed to Luke being who Luke was at the time. Anyway, let's get off the Knights of Who because we don't know right. who we are. Um, extra female characters. Underdeveloped and added nothing. I go back to the, la- the land of stormtroopers. The land of defective stormtroopers. Yeah. Uh. She had one heart-to-heart with Finn, and then they blew up a cannon at the end. Under, severely underdeveloped, like... Uh, Zuri, also underdeveloped. 
Was that? Uh, Kerry Russell. Oh, that's her. Right. Yeah, so, hi, you were a spice runner. I hate you since you joined the resistance. By the way, have this captain's token. Save Chewie, because we don't want him to die. Oh, I'm here at the end. Boom, boom. We win. Mm-hmm. Want to fuck? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was That is literally yeah. Kerry Russell's character. That is literally Kerry Russell's character. Female leads, man. Develop them like Ray. Actually, don't. Well, Ray is a good character. She's developed, but um, certain little aspects yeah. of a character kind of annoy me. Uh-huh. Like those force, force visions overpowered. Okay. Sort of overpowered too soon type of thing. I mean, Luke wasn't never that powerful until like yeah. years later. Yeah, but... You're going back to episodes four, five, and six. Mm. After episode six, up to like episode three, there was so much law between five and six that was written yeah. about what Luke was doing. Like he searched for like different saber crystals and shit, which would which explains why he had the green lightsaber in episode six. Mm. He built his own lightsaber from scratch. That is fucking amazing. Speaking of Luke there, sorry. He knew Rhea was the granddaughter of the Emperor. So did Leia. Leia. <coughs> Why not tell her? And um, <coughs> Ryan Johnson hasn't thought of it. Yeah, it was never thought of. <laughs> and uh, Luke was apparently looking for the Sith Wayfinder. Yeah. Why? If he, if he knew the Emperor was dead? Who knows? I don't fucking know. Who fucking and knows? Can force ghosts handle physical objects? Because yeah. he caught the lightsaber. Um, well, Yoda did set a tree on fire. Right, but that, he didn't physically light, light a match. <laughs> you don't know what he has. Light a match, I will. <laughs> fire starter. Do you have a lighter? This is not working. <laughs> oh, fucking yes. So I've basically sandwiched my notes... As a shit ton of bad bun, a bit of good meat, and a shit ton of bad bun. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've wrote this down. I'm going to read it as I've wrote it down. Leia's scenes were like a cheap redemption for Kylo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it kind of seemed like the only way you could properly yeah, deliver they, Leia. I mean, they were severely Kylo. limited because she died during Last Jedi. Yes. So they used footage, unused footage of her from Force Awakens. Yes. And uh, change the background and yeah. all that, but uh, how did how did she die? She essentially knew how to get through to Kylo, which she could have done at any point, really. Uh-huh. And all she 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 did the same thing that Rey and Kylo had been doing since Last Jedi, seeing each other but in different planes. Right, okay. <laughs> Luke and Kylo can do that, right? Yeah. No physical exertion. Yeah. Luke can manifest a, a total force protection of himself halfway across the galaxy and fool everyone. Leia can fly. No, fuck. Well, Leia, <laughs> Leia dies from talking. <laughs> <laughs> no more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but then she didn't fade away until Kylo faded away, so they faded away together. Well, I must have like a heart strong because I don't give a shit. But going back to to Chewie though, that yeah hit me in the feels when Chewie found out. Yeah, like, and he wanted, he wanted, he wanted to be.
left alone. Yeah, fuck all y'all. And, and the end where Maz was like, here, Chewie, have this. And it was Han's medal. Yeah, here's your medal, because you got fucked over. In, in episode four. <laughs> the, 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 the committee was very against Wookiees at that point in time. Yeah. Shit's changed. This is 2019. <laughs> No, it was a it was a long time ago. <laughs> um, you know what? I also hate. I hate droids that serve one purpose. Mm-hmm. The new one who literally had Exegol exposition. Mountain. Yeah. What was the purpose of that droid again? The, he he literally. He literally. Yeah, I think he's called Lamb. Lamb on wheels. He literally knew how to like get to Exegol because. His master, that alien dude who killed Ray's parents, got there to the to the emperor because the oh, emperor right. wanted Ray, right, and therefore went after the parents because the parents had hidden Ray and he the, he was getting information from them. It's fucking convoluted. You know? Yes, if they just followed on from the Last Jedi, yeah, it w- and maybe made a few tweaks, <sighs> yeah, it would have been a much better film than it is now, yeah. It's the man's fault. I mean, to be fair, it's still going to make a shitload of money. Um, I don't know how much it's made so far, but I'll find out on Sunday. How much will it make? It has a budget of 250 to 300 million. I mean, how, I said, how much will it make? I think it'll make... I think, honestly, it's going to do a Justice League and make just over double how much it costs. So 600, 650. Really? I think that... No... Happens. I think it's going to be <coughs> two billion. <coughs> you are fucking mental. <laughs> you think it's just going to make as much as Justice League? Did you see how busy it was the other night? Justice League was not that busy. I can tell you that right now for note. And I can tell you today at about four o'clock, five o'clock. Oh, right. Huh? You went, you went in again. the afternoon. 40% full. I was in the same screen that we were. Hmm. Maybe more will be IMAX. But then again, this is the last day, work day, before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So people drink. Out on the drink, man. Weekend will be busy, though. Yes. Boxing Day might be, might be packed as well. Aye. Uh, well, on Boxing Day, you can either see Rise of Skywalker or Little Women. Or Cats. <laughs> cats. Fuck cats. <laughs> Fuck cats. Okay. Right, so, ratings. I'll go first, because I I think... I've got a couple more things to oh, add. Yeah, sure. Yes, yeah, Who the fuck was Richard E. Grant? No. <laughs> yeah, who, who was he? Richard E. Grant was a more developed Hux. Norton <laughs> Hux was just terrible. D- 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 uh, also, speaking of Hux, when the fuck were you a spy? Because <laughs> you don't like Kylo then. I don't like you. I just don't want Kylo to win. That's a good impression, yes. Because that's literally the core. Yeah? I don't care about you. Yeah. I just want Kylo to lose. Not a good character in general. Good in The Force Awakens. Yes. Whiny in, the, in Last Jedi. And even Whiny in Last Jedi, yeah. On this one. And he's forgettable in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the first 30 minutes, like you said, could have been sprinkled throughout Episode 8 if it was done the way it was. Mm-hmm. Because the first 30 minutes are literally, oh, Emperor Palpatine's back. He's on a planet called Exegol. He's got a whole fleet of people that want to destroy us now and he's calling it the final order and we're all going to die and we need to find this and we need to find that. We're going back to how how we introduced the beginning of the review. 
But, yeah, and because of that, I've put this down in very cap- very big capital letters, the whole continuity with all three movies is disjointed and loose and loose connections. And loosely connects. Yeah. Sorry. So it feels more like a standalone movie, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. It feels like solo a Star Wars story. It was, yes. <laughs> so should we do reviews or is there anything else you wanna wanna want to, to mention? Um one more sec. Um I kind of like the Barb Barbie or whatever he was called, the little alien who yeah. rejigged three PO. Every time everyone was laughing, I was just thinking, <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Like really? <laughs> Sort yourself out. <laughs> did, did, did Kate like the little alien? Yeah, she loved the movie. <laughs> she loved the movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, I gave this a 1 out of 10. 1 out of 10? It's fucking terrible. <laughs> wow. I mean, go that, that bad. I get a 4. You must have really liked that then. <laughs> Alright, part of okay, actually the rating might change. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Like the things that I liked. Yeah, yeah, let's go over um, the little things that we like because I've missed the Chewy upset, I liked. Yeah, Chewy upset. Not at the point, not at him being upset, but the. Uh, the emotion, yes. How it was delivered. Um, Luke getting the X Wing out of the water. I like that little part. Nice callback. Yes. I liked hearing the voice of Samuel Jackson. Was it really Samuel L. Jackson? Because I heard Hayden Christensen. I heard Ewan McGregor. I didn't hear them. I heard Liam Neeson. Oh, I heard Liam Neeson twice. I heard Hayden Christensen twice. Is this like a, a gold dress or blue dress type of thing? Depending on which voice you heard. <laughs> I heard <laughs> Natalie Portman. I heard Old Leia. I heard Jar Jar. <laughs> I heard George Lucas saying, What the fuck are you doing? Miss Array was false! <laughs> <laughs> oh my Jar God. Jar being the Emperor. <laughs> That would have shit a lot of people. Missa, oh yes, it. But other than that, George um, was a fucking Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. Love uh, child. Um, um, yeah, the love child. But other good points. I liked the Emperor. I liked um, Ian. What's his face? Ian McDiarmid. Ian McDiarmid. He's having a blast as the Emperor. Good perform. He is good in the role. He is. He commits um, fully. I love it. Yeah. Um, I am old the ship. The look of Exegol. I like that. Yes. The, the general look of the film. The lightning really effects as well, yeah. yeah. Um, the f- I said this when the trailer came out, but that shot of all of the Star Destroyers as shot. the lightning cracked. Beautiful. Uh-huh. So maybe a, maybe four is a bit generous because I can't think of anything else I liked. Maybe a three. It's... And, and Maybe I, a three because we still haven't talked about the last few minutes. Oh fuck! Either <laughs> yeah, get to that. how could I forget? It's a three. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> right, so the ending is um, she goes back to Tatooine, is it? To Luke's old home. Aye, and um, she buries Luke and Leia's lightsabers in the sand by using the Force. Yeah, as if she couldn't dig. As if she couldn't just dig the lazy bitch. <laughs> you know. Um, and then she gets her own light lightsaber out, and it's yellow, which I like. Yellow saber crystal. That's why I need to check. Keep keep talking because I need to find out what. And then this old this random old lady's walking past, where no. the only thing in in the vicinity is this hut, and she's walking past with a bit of shopping from Asda, right? <laughs> and she has the nerve to ask someone, "Say, who are you?" Nobody's lived here for years. <laughs> who are you? That's the people that lived there got burned. And then she looks off into the distance, Dan, and who does she see? She's 
Oh, she says, no, no, she, she says, oh, my name is Ria. And for the first time <laughs> in these three films, <laughs> someone asks, oh, what's your last name? Ray Hall! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she sees the fourth ghost of Luke and Leah. And she goes, <coughs> now saying to myself, right? Yeah. Don't you fucking see it. No. Don't you see it. You Don't you see it. She says, Skywalker. No. That's some bullshit. That line's dead. She should have said Palpatine. And the woman would have <laughs> shit herself. <laughs> she would have legged it. Legged it with those as the carriers. Pal- Palpatine, she just brings her hand up to the screen and lightning cracks, movie cuts. That would have been Directed by J.J. Abrams. <laughs> and then the ghosts of Luke and Leo are like, oh my God. <laughs> You see what we can write, and it's severe. It's more entertaining. It is. Um, I'm gonna put in the description for this what color the yellow one signifies because I remember each of the crystals signify a different yeah, aspect. Yeah, I, I know. Um, green, blue, purple, and red. Okay, so green is your more in tune with the force. Yeah. Blue is your more fo- focus on combat. Yeah. Purple is you. Well, in canon, I know Samuel Jackson wanted the purple one, but alliance with alliance to restore the republic, but also you yeah, like a bit of a dark side. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and red is you. You have a blue or a green one, and it turns red. Right. Okay. Because you, with because you're in tune with the dark side. Got it. But um, yellow, I don't neutral. I'd like to think knowledge. I'd like to think like high knowledge. Maybe God tier. (laughs) At this point, Rey is the most powerful Jedi in the in the known universe. She's more powerful than Yoda. Yeah, which is stupid because I love Yoda. So three out of ten for me, one out of ten for you. Oh, it's the worst Star Wars film. It's it doesn't really matter what we think because you're gonna go and see it. It's Star Wars. It's the end of the saga. I never thought I would come out of Rise of Skywalker. Having a better appreciation for Attack of the Clones, I honestly I didn't do. think of that. What I'm to? Can we watch one to six again and just relive the glory days? Yeah, up to like one to eight. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. So next segment we shall. It, it won't be as long as this one, but how about we rank the movies all nine? Let's do it. Right. Forty-two years ago, George Lucas had a dream. And that dream became reality with one of the most successful... two-thirds of it became a reality. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Two-thirds of concrete evidence had been put down into movies known as the Star Wars saga. True. With spin-offs now and then. Um, we're going to rank <coughs> the nine mainline films in the Skywalker saga. Should we do our one each as we're going up? Yeah, I've got right. noted down, right. so let's go. What's on. your least, least favourite? The one we just talked about. Rise of Skywalker is the worst Star Wars main film. Right. Main Star Wars film. No need to explain anymore. For me, it is... I think... Be very careful. You know, I, I had a thought on my mind, but you know... I think the same. You think? And it's a four. No, three. Three? Three out of ten. Because I would, I would rate Attack of the Clones and The Phantom Menace higher, because they've got... 
I'll, I'll get to them in the next yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but um i like i like more things in it yep we'll talk about that now my next one is attack of the clones right originally my least favorite didn't unpopular opinion i don't hate this movie i just don't remember it as fondly as the others I like Obi-Wan's, like, whole search for the, the secret behind Django. Yeah. I, like I really mystery. like that. I like the, I like the planet uh, Camino. Camino's was, great. This is number, number, number five as well. Nice. By the way. Um, number eight. Number eight, sorry, yes. Um, but when this film, when it's bad, it's bad. Oh, God, the like writing the dialogue is awful. In the Anakin Padme love story side, side quest <laughs> yes. is bad. But when it's great... It's surprisingly really great. The Battle of Geonosis. Yes. Pretty cool. Um, Do you remember when those creatures came out and they were released as toys and Toys R Us and you could get the sets? Vaguely. Oh. It was years ago. I love them. Christopher Lee. Oh, man, yes. The least, the, the, well, technically my least favourite because of many different, like, mm. f- aspects of the movie. But Christopher Lee's great. He is. I love him as Dooku. You order with a lightsaber. I like that. You like it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a. You think Yoda should be more of a force person? I, yeah, I think he should be more of a force person. Although I'm lying through my teeth. His fight with the Emperor in the third one is pretty we'll, sick. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like him in the respect that. I like him fighting with a lightsaber in the respect that when it needs to be. Like, he did not need to fight Dooku with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Because it's only because Dooku went, It is obvious that this contest cannot be decided by our knowledge of the Force, but by our skills with a lightsaber. Terrible line. Excellent delivery, though. It, it's by Christopher Lee. Always it's, excellent It's delivery. like in uh, A New Hope, I know I'm going off a little bit, when, when I like says, um, it's only a short line, Vader was seduced by the dark side. Vader was seduced by the dark side. I love that line. I love that line for some reason. Love it. Yeah. And there's bits of that hinted in George Lucas's uh-huh. prequels. But I think the story flows better. Flows, yeah. Flows are right. Um, another aspect that totally flew over my head, but my friend told me this afternoon when we saw the movie, mm-hmm. he, we were talking about Attack of the Clones, and the reason... A lot of, there, there was a reason why Anakin, when he was handling Obi Wan's lightsaber, that he ultimately lost against Dooku. Mm-hmm. First, he lashed out. Dooku tossed him aside. Then Dooku and Obi Wan fought. Anakin got Obi Wan's lightsaber and started fighting with it. Jedi have different styles. Mm-hmm. Anakin is ultimately ends up more aggressive, and therefore, Dooku knew how to exploit that. But the lightsaber that he was carrying was Obi Wan's, and Obi Wan. Is a totally different. You'll notice when you play the game, uh, Battlefront Two. Yeah. When you're playing as Obi Wan and Anakin, totally different styles of lightsaber. So how does that matter? What lightsaber you using? I don't know. I just think it's cool. It's right. it's it's cool to think about these movies more uh-huh. with little details like that. And I think who knows? Attack of the Clones might go up. So in my list might do. So what's at number seven? Seven for me is Last Jedi. Okay, right. We've got. Uh, this is where we list. split off. This is where we split off. Like Paul Walker and Vin Diesel were taking separate <laughs> roads. <laughs> but one of us dies. Shit, I forgot to tell you something. Um, uh, yeah, so the first... Bam. The thing. <laughs> family. Family. Where you are, family? Fast and Furious Crossroads. 
coming to PS4 in 2020. That looks like a high-end PS3 game. That's bad. Mm. Um, the last 45 minutes of Last Jedi are some of the best moments in Star Wars. The first hour 45 is not. The first hour 45 borders on boredom to what the fuck is happening. So where Rise of Skywalker failed in the fact that they had to put too much in to accommodate the movie, Last Jedi, Poe did very little. I'll, I'll, I'll talk more. Yeah, yeah. Poe did very little. Finn went with someone to get someone and then ultimately just kind of ended up on crate and escaped. Ray tried to persuade an old man to fight, thought she failed, and then she stole books and left. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, Chewie... Did, what did Chewie do in the movie? He what? went to Actor with Ray, and they piloted the Falcon together. Oh yeah, he ate Porgs. <laughs> so, so that's your number seven. It is my number seven. I will point out before cutting across with you... That shot of the um, spaceship light speeding into the Star Destroyer, that silence. Still good. I came. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it is the best moment in Star Wars. Second is probably Jango Fett's bombs in the second one. The shockwave. Love it. So my number seven is... Can you guess which one mine is? Um, Okay, so so we've both got got Attack of the Clones and Rise of Skywalker. Nine and two. Nine and two. Mm. I'm going to say, oh, um, it's either between Return of the Jedi right. or Phantom Menace. One of them is correct. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to go with Phantom Menace. You are correct. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, if the Star Wars films are on a ladder, Rise of Skywalker is at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Two is few lungs up and one is just above it right okay but then after that massive gap right <laughs> yeah so okay. let's do it at the top okay yeah. I like that perspective yeah so The Phantom Menace um, not fantastic by any means no but it's got three things four things going for it first of which four things I was holding up uh, four things episode one has four things going for it let's go Qui-Gon Jim. Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon Jim. fucking great great Darth fucking Maul. Darth Maulie, wait. Rear Park is Darth Maul. I've I met Rear Park. Your fear. Did you know that? Yes, you have many signed things by Rear Park. I've got one signed thing by Rear Park. You need the Blu-ray disc of Episode One signed by Rear Park. I got him to sign my X-Men DVD because I was a fan of X-Men. <laughs> the Toad <laughs> man. The Toad. Yeah. So. Um, Qui Gon yeah. and Darth Maul. Um, the fa- the two v one battle at the end, best lightsaber fight in the in the series. One of um, uh, a country mile. Going back to last, uh, last Jedi, the throne room fight. No, Rain ca- me and really, maybe one of the worst. Ooh. If you slow it down, yes. and break it down. Okay. In movie fights, right? You, when there's a lot of people on the screen, yeah. You see, your focus is on the protagonist or the fighter that's fighting all the enemies. Your yeah. fa- eyes on them. Uh-huh. Your eye isn't on everyone around them. Yeah. If your eye is on the Praetorian guards, the ones yes. on the edge. Praetorian guards, yeah. They yes. are just literally just standing there, waiting for their cue. 
that's poor choreography that oh okay and in some fights you see them moving their arms in between doing stylish yeah so that moving along like that is to keep the floor moving because if they suddenly just stop to keep it flashing yeah if, yeah. if someone stops people will notice yeah well that is not a good fight for that for that reason above all but this fight yeah yeah, yeah. the choreography and the speed and all that fucking on point great and the, the duel only, of the fates theme. The only thing going against that fight, though, there's not a much emotion in it. No. But there is stakes. Oh, definitely, yeah. And it's like the first time the Jedi fought the Sith. Yeah, and Pop, it's two probably. against it's two against one, and you think you know the outcome. You've never seen a double-bladed lightsaber before? Yeah. And, uh, but like you say, the best thing in it, though, duel of, duel of the fates. My God. Maybe the best Star Wars mu- music including the main Star Wars theme. I think it's better than the main theme. Yeah. 100%. It's, I get chills every time I yeah. listen to it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. I would completely so, agree. So, that's our 9, 8, number. and 7. What's it, number 6? We just talked about it, Phantom Menace. Um, okay, right. Uh, Ray, same, same, same reasons as I gave. Qui-Gon, Ray Park. Mm-hmm. I liked the pod racing. The pod race is another good thing, Yes. Yes. Um, and I don't think Jar Jar is as annoying as, as everyone says. No. No, no. Um, the only reason I have an issue with Jar Jar is of what he does in episode two. Essentially giving command to yeah. the Emperor. He is the real villain. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Plagueis. <laughs> he is. Have you ever heard of the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? He was actually called Jar Jar the Dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, so same reasons for Phantom Menace. Duel of the Fates is the best point in that movie. Um, where it lets down is the... Ch- unfortunately, it is the child performance from Jake Lloyd. He would have done it as best as he could. Yeah. And uh, again... Politics sort of thing wasn't my deal. Politics, I thought, was okay. It would be one of the aspects I'd go back to and pay more attention to it. Because well, obviously when you're a kid, you don't pay attention yeah, to it. Yeah, it gave a different perspective of Star Wars. Yes. And I thought the film flowed well. Because um, you yeah. get you have like the bit on uh, Naboo, then they escape to Tatooine, then they're back to Coruscant for a little bit, then to Naboo for the finale. Yeah. And the finale is built up of like four action scenes. You have the space battle... The Gungans versus the droids. You have Padme and her little army going into the To get palace. the Vice-Chancellor, yeah. Then you have the fight. The, the duel of fate. Yeah. So I think it's not too bad. I think people don't give it enough credit. Um, going back to still on Phantom Menace. Yeah. Hugh McGregor is Obi-Wan. Yeah. Great. One of the old... Great cast altogether. Yeah. Even even Padme Amidala. 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 I will never understand... The age gap between Anakin and Padme because it leaps from episode one to two, and it seems like, yeah. uh, uh, what's her name, um, Natalie Portman's had like maybe two years, whereas whereas Hayden Christensen feels like her age within this time that it's taken yeah. from episode one to now, to episode two. So, um, and yeah. also, Phantom Menace. Practical Yoda or CG Yoda? CG Yoda. You can really? do more. You can do more. Okay. I like Practical Yoda in The Last Jedi. Yes. I know Skywalker. Mystery. Good thing. Good thing yeah. that. So, my number six. It's a toss up between the three of them. Okay. 
Um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Force Awakens. Yes. Well, <laughs> like I say, if it's a ladder, the the remaining films are near the top. Right. right. Okay. Well, these three films are mostly films are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Near so your number yeah. six. My number six. I think the Force Awakens. Okay. This is. I'm not saying it's shit. It's really good. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I said in the previous segments, it's um, follows a lot of the beats of a New Hope. Not, yes. Not a bad thing. Like I said, if Alien broke, don't fix it. Yeah. It was a good good way to reintroduce the the Wars to a new generation of audience. Yeah. Um, Kylo Ren was really good. Kylo Ren was fucking great. The performances all around were really good. Um, the writing I have a little bit of an issue with. Mm-hmm. The way that Ray delivers her lines sometimes. Some lines. I think that's her It problem. clearly shows she's just been in acting school and this is her first movie. Mm-hmm. Main movie kind of thing. And I said, like I said before, it was interesting to have a stormtrooper leave the First Order or yeah, and yep. join the Resistance. That was um, pretty interesting. To it was a bold out. choice. Yeah. So, but actually, let's rate them. Like I say, Vitus of Skywalker, I gave it three. I gave it um, one. Attack of the Clones and the Phantom Menace, I would give a five. Uh, Attack of the Clones, I would give a three right. out of ten. Last Jedi, I would give a four. Mm-hmm. Phantom Menace, I'd give a five. Uh, we're on to number five, aren't we? Yeah, you've done Phantom Menace, now I'm, mo- now I'm doing the, the Force Awakens, which I would give... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's your number six, yeah. A seven, too. A so seven. So well, what's your next one? my number five is Force Awakens. Oh, right, okay. So, I'm giving this a six. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much what we've said. Um, Chewie is consistently... In all the films he's been in, from three to nine, Chewie has been in fucking, what's that? Seven films. Uh, yes. Seven films. And I think it was either in Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker, it was mentioned that he was, what, 250 years old? Yeah, they can go quite old. He's an old boy. Um, yeah, between him and Han... Harrison Ford looked like he really didn't give a shit. See, I think, I think he did. Right, okay. He got his wish though in the end because he wanted to die. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will say this, and this, I don't know whether it's going to happen, but we need to make it happen before the end of the year. You need to see Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. That is the last film I watched where Harrison Ford looked like he gave a shit. Which is only last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, 2049 was 2017. Ah, uh, two years ago. Okay. Fuck, it's two years since that came out. Yeah. My lord. Um, I kind of liked... Uh, right, okay, I loved the fight with um, Ray and Ray, Finn and Kylo, especially after um, Chewie shot him and he was essentially beating yes. the fucking blood out and it was kind of like he was acting tough. Because he's just killed his father. I liked how they the misdirect. You were led to believe that Finn was going to be the protagonist. The force will be, yeah. Then, Kyle after he um, slashes at Finn's back, he gets knocked unconscious. Kylo then reaches for the lightsaber. Then it moves past him to Rhea, then you realise that's going to be her. I I like that. And I like the choice of not having a kind of, kind of like dramatic music note at that point uh-huh. it kind of has a slow build up like da, 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 da. 
and it kind of makes you think like, oh, she she might be a Skywalker. She can wield shit. No, she's a Palpatine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I like that subtle change in the music as well. Right, so Beautiful Force Awakens. What would you give that? Force Awakens is my fifth, and I would give it a six out of ten. Right. So, which films have I mentioned? You've mentioned Rise of Skywalker, Attack of the Clones. What was after that? Number seven. So, what? So you've I've done the Force Awakens first, then you've done it. That was mine. Uh, I'm getting lost off here. So I think Return of the Jedi. Finn, be silent. And <laughs> I have John Boyega chained up. And I would give that a seven out of ten as well. This is Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. A seven six. out of ten. Nice. Nice. Uh, fitting finale for the original tri- trilogy, I think. Yeah. Um, the first film in the Star Wars franchise when it came out where you felt like there was consequence for the characters mm-hmm. characters got hurt some characters died you didn't know if they were coming back either like from the yep. previous film like Han Solo being frozen and all that aye and then fucking Leia getting wounded at the at the bunker and it was like oh shit did she get pit like the stormtrooper was like behind her and then she's like I love you I know that little callback I didn't notice that was a callback until recently because she says I love you and he says I know yeah then he goes I love you and she's like I know I know cute I'm, I'm just going to make a quick note of the films that I mentioned because I'm losing I'm yeah losing you do that and I will mention my this is number four right yes yes my number four is also Return of the Jedi um was this the first film to star Ian as the Emperor because I think in episode five... Yeah, he, he was reinserted. Yes, he was. He was played by, if I'm remembering this right, a member of the crew? Not too sure. A member of the crew for Empire Strikes Back, I believe, did the face for Palpatine mm-hmm. in the fifth one when it was originally released in 1981. <coughs> I'm going to fact check this. Um, when we come to uh, Empire, which we will do. Um, yeah, fitting ending, the the opening with Java's Palace, I really like with the Rancor and the Sarlacc pit. And with the extended uh, version of um, Battlefront 2, you can find Sarlaccs pretty much anywhere. There's a Sarlacc in Felucia, which I didn't know about. So I like that aspect. I like that... <clears throat> there was the whole like with the new trilogy Ray was really trying to push Kylo over to the good side mm-hmm. whereas Luke was like he was very subtle about it and Vader was equally just basically like you know what no I'm, I'm okay I'm alright it wasn't the kind of uh, oh, you're a monster blah 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 come over to the good side for yeah. once and shit yeah, it's very subtle and it's a nice banter between James L. Jones and Mark Hamill. I like Mark Hamill's performance in Return of the Jedi quite well, a bit. He's, he's good in the role in, in general. So what rating would you give Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi, I'd probably give a 7 out of 10. Good rating. Right, so this is my number 4. <coughs> yes. Revenge of the Sith. Ooh. By far, best of the prequels. 100%, yeah. You, you know how... This has got a lot of good things going for it. You know how it will connect to 4, because it has to. Uh, 
The only... Perfectly connects to four. Yeah, the only thing that you need to do to connect it up properly is make a good first act. And I think the first act for Revenge of the Sith is pretty fucking great. Um, fantastic opening space uh, space battle. Yes. Uh, I think General Grievous is in, intriguing, to say the least. General Grievous is intriguing, and gets better when you watch the Clone Wars, Aye. and you see his role in it. And it's got still got Christopher Lee in for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Palpatine wields a lightsaber against Mace Windu. It has this a close second to the best light, light lightsaber fight with Obi Wan v Anakin. Wasn't that very highly choreographed as well? Well, yeah, obviously it has to be. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like they it weren't was, just fighting. <laughs> it was. What well, what I what I mean by that it was very cho- it was highly choreographed but at the same time it was very like dirty lightsaber fighting as well. Well, they were moving at that speed as well. It wasn't sped up or anything. Yeah, yeah, that's how, yeah. That's how good it was. Yeah. Um, but the Yoda and Palpatine fight really good. Okay. Duel the Fates players again. Yes. Fight. Yeah. A little segment of it when he's throwing fucking chairs at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Order sixty six scene. Fantastic scene. Oh, I love yeah. the bit of music that plays behind Anakin and the Stormtroopers, uh, clone troopers walking into the Jedi Temple. I like the music when do, the whole... Do, do, do. That's that sort of music. Oh, yeah, but I like the music that's happening when Obi-Wan gets shot in Utapau and then you go to different planets and you see the Jedi get, like, fucked up, essentially, really good, from yeah. the clones and the clones just turn at the flick of a dime. There's not a lot of bad in this movie, you know. No, there isn't. Maybe the writing at certain points with the... Darth Vader's no. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> Darth, Darth, Darth Vader's no at the end. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's... And the perfect... The perfect switch of... Uh, uh, Padme's dying. Darth Vader's getting rejuvenated. Yeah. So the, li- the lines are going like that. And then she goes, boom. And he rises. I don't think George Lucas gets enough credit for these. He's the rise of Skywalker. The <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. George did fucking great with so episode three. The previous three films, Force Awakens, Return of the Jedi, and Revenge of the Sith, seven out of ten. Yep. Um, I would also give Revenge of the Sith seven out of ten, which is my number three. Number three, okay. Um, I don't know whether you remember this, but I remember something regarding the Jedi... Um, Yoda says at the end of his fight with Palpatine uh, he must go into exile because he's failed Mm -hmm. in that battle Yoda was the first to draw his lightsaber alright he was I believe it's something either in the Jedi code or something if a Jedi draws his lightsaber and attacks first then they fail because they are the guardians Oh, the Republic right, okay, kind then. of thing. And I love that aspect. So, in the battle with Obi-Wan and... No, with Dooku and Anakin. Anakin's lightsaber straight out and he's fucking pelting towards Dooku. You should go through the entire series. See who draws their lightsaber first. Um, see if they lose. The first Phantom Menace. Darth Maul draws his lightsaber. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan ignite theirs in defence. It's true, yes. There you go. And Darth Maul... Loses. Yes. Um... Obi-Wan has his lightsaber already drawn, and so does Anakin. They both get fucked by Dooku. Mm-hmm. When Yoda and Dooku fight, 
Dooku draws his lightsaber, flicks it back, Yoda brings his out in defense, but Dooku Yoda flees. but Yoda attacks first. Dooku doesn't move. Yoda goes for him. Really? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. No, I think you remember it wrong. Dooku jumps first. But probably so. It's been a while. We're gonna rewatch these. <coughs> Either way, no one wins in that one. It's a stalemate. Ah, uh, but eventually the Yoda would have would have probably won. Yes. Um although this kind of messes things up a bit because in the third one, when they're on the ship, Obi-Wan says to Dooku, You won't get away this time, Dooku. He draws his lightsaber, Anakin draws his, then Dooku draws his, and then they both go for Dooku. Obi-Wan gets fucked, but Anakin gets the upper hand. Hey. But when he when he kills Dooku though, <coughs> you think he, he loses a bit inside him. Oh yeah, a bit of Anakin dies with every fucking kill he does. Especially when he kills those kids. Master Skywalker. More importantly, when Palpatine's facing the Jedi Masters, they <laughs> ignite theirs first. Yes. They all lose. And Palpatine's like It's treason then. Yeah, uh, what about the final fight in Revenge of the Sith? Obi-Wan and Anakin. I think Anakin, when he jumps in the midair, then Obi-Wan lights his. We'll have to... I can't remember that one as well. Right, so, number three. What was yours again? Revenge of the Sith? Number three, seven out of ten, but if I, it's closer to an eight than a six. So my number... Two. My number three. Yes, you're number three. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, yes. Okay. I liked it that much, I swear down. He loves porgs. He fucking loves porgs. Nothing wrong with them. Yeah. I've got a pork pop. I like what they've done with Luke. I don't see why yeah. people don't. I, I do understand. Yeah. It's how a character develops. If you, know? you were in that situation and you feared that someone was going to turn to the dark side, you would have that moment of, shit, I need to dispatch you really, this person quick. When you've had, and you've spent so long being under the rule of the Empire... And try so hard to finally defeat the Empire. The last thing you want is another Vader. Yep. I mean, he says it himself, he felt shame straight away, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, oh yeah, instant regret. But it lingers too long for Kylo to latch on. He was just, days. he was just like in the moment when he... But I like how they showed three different versions of it. Yep, there was the initial, Luke is evil. No, no, the initial one was, Luke didn't have lightsaber drawn. Oh yeah, Luke's just kind of like, yeah... And then, the, and then Kylo's was, Luke had his lightsaber drawn, he was going to fucking ready, murder ready me. to kill him. And then Luke was like, I had a moment where I wanted to kill him. I had a moment of clarity. I failed. And then Kylo caught on. Mm-hmm. Love it. And the, the one thing that Ryan Johnson kept was the shot of Luke in the hood against the burning temple and he puts his hand on R2. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I love that shot. I do. In I like the end shot where you finally see and we know why Luke chose Akto to go to. Has the two sons. Yeah. It's fitting. It's poetic. I like it. Also, going back to the rise of Skywalker, the sons the how they were uh, <laughs> a little bit. The way the sons were positioned kind of looked like BB-8. The small son. On top of the, the <laughs> I, I saw last night eight out of ten. Now Good. for me, the top two are at the top of the ladder. I think we both have the same top two. We, we do, yeah. But are they in the same order? Uh, I don't think they are. Uh, my second is Empire. Ooh, my second is Empire. Hey, hey boy! Yes. 
Empire is a great movie. It's a high nine. It is a For high. Me. It is a high eight, close to a nine. You introduced to Lando, who is a sexy motherfucker. Billy D. Welcome to the cool side of the force. <laughs> yeah. The cool side of the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Billy D was perfect as Lando. There was this was the first glimpse of consequences for the characters, not deaths, but consequences for their actions. So mm. like they trust really easily in Lando, and Lando essentially hands them to Darth Vader. What do you think happened in that moment where he's like, "We would be honored if you joined." I can't do James Earl Jones the same. We, we would be honored. And he sat at a table, and you think, did they have a dinner together? <laughs> they didn't want them to have pogs. <laughs> <laughs> I nipped over to Octo. <laughs> I went over to Osborne, <laughs> and I bumped into an old lady who was curious as to what my surname was. <laughs> Darth who? And I told her Skywalker as well, and she had a fit. Do you know Vader is German for... I don't know what Vader is German for. I would like father. to... Father. Really? Darth Father? That's how in some countries it was spoiled immediately, because... Oh, fuck! Means father. Oh, shit. Bit of trivia for you there. Trivia for Literally some knowledge I've just dropped here, you know. <laughs> in all these years we've been doing this bastard's podcast, that's the first bit of genuine trivia you, I've, I've given someone. You dropped that like a German bomb in World War II. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in the day it's fine the stormtroopers were uh, inspired by the Nazis mm. so number number one is collectively for the both of us a new hope yes it's obviously a 10 out of 10 for me 9 out of 10 for you um I'd need to watch these again high 8 very high 8 oh. it's about as perfect as a film can be without there's no such thing as a per- perfect film yeah but there can be a 10 out of 10 film Yes, I have yeah. 16 of those. But it's about as perfect as a film can be. Yes, and as perfect of a sci-fi opera as you can have. Mm-hmm. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. I fucking love that line, you know. Years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars. I want that to be my ringtone. I don't want to try and get that. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Um, and to open the movie up with droids as well, the first few characters you see are C-3PO and R2 yeah. and you don't know what the fuck is happening suddenly these, these these guys coming out with guns and you're like oh shit what the fuck's happening well the first thing you see is the star oh yeah yeah that's a big ship and then what the fuck is that ship that's an even bigger ship <laughs> that's no moon so imagine being in the cinema in 1977 yeah on your 42 inch screen <laughs> <laughs> I'm presuming that's how big the screen went back in the day. <laughs> and you see that just coming over. <laughs> it's just 50 people lapped around a screen the size of a laptop. Yeah. Oh! Star Destroyer! <laughs> Lines so, around the block. I think we can agree there's more good in this saga than bad. Yeah. yeah. And most of it came from the mind of that old fart, Mr. George Lucas, who foolishly signed away his money to the evildoers. For a lot of money, which I would have as well. Aye, uh, most of it he gave to charity, didn't he? Oh, well, fair, fair, fair. I believe, fair, I believe right. he did, I believe he did. Worthy causes. That is our list. Next week, you will do. we will do a mini episode of Solo, Rogue One and Mandalorian. Who well, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. 
So on to the next segment, we will have a short break where you will hear some delightful music. And I think we need to talk about Knives Out. Because in lieu with Last Jedi being one of your favourite Star Wars movies. Let's see if it's one of the best whodunits by Ryan Johnson. There is no next segment. This has been episode 12 of the Sarcasma cast. Who gives a shit? Who gives a... Who gives I'll, a I'll, you say who gives a sitch? Who, I, I was trying to say who gives a shit and who gives a sit at the same time. Uh, you are all the Sith, Dan. You are all the Sith. And I'm, no, I am the Senate. Not yet. <laughs> um, join us next week where we will discuss our top 10 films of 2019 but also we're at the end of a decade so top 10 films of this decade now that in list those lists should be interesting and so for that episode we should have Chris we will bring him shackled bring him shackled with a list so join us for our top 25 films of the decade next week 25 yeah. Holy hell. <laughs> Set time aside for that one. Hey. See you next week. In a bit.